Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that's pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after dark. It's a good team win. Great team cover, I've always said. <laughs> well... With, with, with 10 games over Mr. Mr. Safe over there. Ga- oh, Safe. That's a bold like, move. Why not? Like uh, 12 weeks, we'll be unemployed. I just want to say. That's right. In, twel- in 12 weeks, we'll be, uh, we'll be sitting next to the burn, bar- burn barrel out uh, under the bridge. Run the RPO, Chad. It's not hard. Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay. They're, they're, they're doing so good, their coach just <laughs> got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game, did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful, <laughs> and their offense is very, very bad. We need to come up I with, like, an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Six. I think he shanked the extra point. Leeches off his rocket. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kick 6 Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Jake. That's right. This is the Kick 6 Podcast. I'm Nate. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake. We are back for Season 3. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Hello. All right. How we doing, boys? Oh, Very good. Fresh and ready for a new excited. season. Excited. Jake is excited. Uh, I'm excited, too. Caleb says he's fresh and ready for a, for a new season. I will tell you, we're doing this over Zoom, so my room is much more fresh without uh, Caleb here. Hey, that's not <laughs> very nice. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to? Oh, uh, not a whole lot. Waiting for football and playing golf. Playing yeah, golf. lots of golf. Lots of golf. Yeah, you've been playing golf, Caleb. Yeah, every once and again. Yeah, how's the golf game, Jake? Uh, good. I've played in like six tournaments. Really? Really? Last like two months. Like yeah, like scrambles. Yeah, yeah, okay. like money. Okay. Played in one. I played in one on Saturday. Really? How'd you guys do? Yeah. Uh, we finished at the bottom of the champions' flight okay. because we what didn't did buy mulligans like idiots. Yeah. What did you? Uh, what did you shoot? We shot even. We should have. We, oh my gosh! Even. We shot. Yeah, we we were four under, or yeah, yeah, we were four under, and then we both went OB on a hole. We didn't have mulligans, and oh, we ended up like man. double bogeying, and then we bogeyed two more holes. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. All jokes aside, so uh, going into my senior year in high school, um, I played in a uh, it was the Bentonville Police scramble, and this I'm not joking. This was no mulligans. It was me. I was like the worst player on the team, but this is when I was good. Um, and there was three people. One was like the reigning state champ, and then these older guys who um, were like club pros. And we shot twenty-two under. Yeah. No, mul- <laughs> no mulligans, dude. All jokes aside, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, the, the team that won shot twelve under. That's really. crazy. Yeah, but, uh, it was just a two-man. But uh, the only way we could have shot uh, lower would have been to either make a. A two on a par four or a hole in one. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it, it was at uh, Lost uh, Lost Springs. Lost Springs, yeah. Yeah, that's where I pl- I played there a lot. Okay, nice. All right, well, hey, we're uh, we're we're three we're three minutes in. What do you guys say we uh, we we talk some football? I don't know. Sir. I kind of like being a golf podcast. Okay, we, we could do that. We could do that. We could do that. We okay. could transition. Okay. All right. Well, um, as fun as the golf podcast sounds, I think let's 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 dive into some football. We got a the twenty twenty 
uh, one season is upon us, and I know as a show we've got a lot of fun stuff um, prepared for you guys. So uh, we're gonna, we're going to talk that, but I think we've got to address the elephant in the room. Uh, well, I guess three elephants in the room, and that's the uh, the name, image, likeness. Uh, that is the the Texas and OU to the SEC, what that does for college football, and then also kind of our thoughts on uh, what COVID's going to look like. Uh, so let's break that down this show, and then uh, we'll get we'll get started next week with all of our uh, previews and all that. Sounds good. Cool. I like it, Jake. What 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 are your thoughts on the uh, the NIL? I like it. Um, I think uh, obviously some players are going to have um, more opportunities depending on the school they're at, like Bama and Bryce Young, for example, uh, than than other players will. But I mean, I think they've deserved to earn some kind of revenue for a while now. Yeah, um, I, I certainly agree with that. I, I do, I do worry though. It's going to be an embarrassment of riches. And I think when we talk about the uh, the the conference realignment stuff too, it's going to be similar. Um, yeah. But these teams with all the money, man, it's going to get even harder. Yeah. Um, there's such a such a disparity in recruiting and all that. The teams with the most money and the biggest fan bases, um, they're they're really going to just they're going to benefit better than anybody from this. Well, and oddly enough, I think that the this new rule I think helps um, Arkansas a lot just because they're backed by so many big companies yeah. um, that they just have, they're, they're fortunate to ha- have a lot of money uh, to spend. So right. I think that it does help them a little bit. Uh, how, how much do you think, you know, how much do you think that those deals are going to be made? And I don't know the exact rules on it. It seems like the NCAA has kind of just turned everything loose. Uh, but how much do you think that's going to um, affect, you know, the high school athlete? And the reason I ask this question is because we've already seen that Quinn Ewers kid who uh, from Texas, who's, who's uh, committed to Ohio State, is planning to uh, sit out his senior year of high school uh, so he can go ahead and start making money off of uh, his name, image, and likeness. I think you're going to see that a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of kids sitting out of high, if they can do it, sitting out of their senior seasons um, of high school. Um kind of similar to how players are sitting out there uh, sit out the year for like bowl games and stuff to go to the NFL. Right. I think it's going to be similar to that. Um, but it, it's that like situation. It's just going to be a trickle down effect, right? First we're sitting, yeah. out, sitting out the bowls because we're getting ready for the draft. Yeah. Um, I mean, next thing we know, we're going to be sitting out of, you know, the first and second round of the playoff until it gets to, you know, we got a 12 team playoff until it gets further into it. Um, your team's already clinched a playoff berth. I'm going to sit out of the uh, the SEC championship. I mean, do you think it'll ever come to that? Or I mean, it, it just seems like there, there's definitely benefits, but uh, I worry that the whole entire uh, structure of the college game is going to really, really hurt from this. I think the biggest thing that's going to happen is um, uh, locker rooms. I think you're going to get kids who think they should be making more money because, you know, they think, you know, they're talented or, or whatever it is, and they're not going to be making as much as the other guy, and then you're going to see transfers. And then you're going to see – I think the transfer portal is going to be really interesting um, in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, – Caleb, what do you think, man? I like it and I don't like it. Yeah. I want to see – what are they going to do if these kids get – endorsements and stuff there's not going to be any i mean how are they going to advertise i guess make youtube videos or post instagram or whatever that's pretty much how it's going to be 
There's not going to be any like advertising on kids' jerseys and stuff. No, 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 no. I don't think uh, so. Okay. I know that there's rules too that they uh, like. Uh, I can't. I, I wish I had the article. There was like a rule. There's like rules that are like they can't use anything associate. They can't. They can't be like sponsored by any anyone who's associated with like the hogs, for example. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure. Like I, I'm. I'm pretty sure. Like Tyson, for example, because I think Tyson holds some kind of uh, sponsorship with the hogs. Yeah. Um, so they have to like have they, like outside sponsorship. Yeah, like they can't sponsor a player. I'm I'm pretty sure. So it's gonna be like y'all should try Hello Fresh or whatever. Right. Well, Here's Trey, a promo code for like, Hello Fresh. Trey Knox had uh I don't know if you saw what Trey Knox, he was like the first hog to get sponsored. Yeah. He he has a husky, a puppy. Yes. And um and He's uh sponsored by what PetSmart? PetSmart or Petco, I don't, yeah. one of those. It's yeah. PetSmart or Petco, but yeah, they sponsored him because of just because of his dog. Gotcha. So yes. it's just like stuff like that. Well, because they know that okay, he's already got this this the social media following, and you yeah, know, his his dog people know his dog, so that's how he's going to cash in. Um, right. I, I wonder. Um, I would. I, I love the nil, and like you said, Jake, just to address the, the locker room issue. I think that's going to be a problem. Now, that's something that comes down the line. Um, you know, hey, are, are guys, you know, on the O-line that are getting free barbecue, um, you know, that maybe been blocking for this guy that's getting, you know, a free Porsche, uh, are they going to be, are they going to be, um, <laughs> you know, maybe missing a few blocks uh, if a little of that money is not trickling down? Uh, is that going to be something that something that happens? Um, I I hope not. But uh, when I think about the high school stuff, you know, this, this Quinn Ewers kid, if I'm one of his teammates that's trying to win a state championship and he, he decides to opt out, um, I don't know how that sits with me. Well, yeah. because, especially because a lot of those kids that are on his team, I mean, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them, they're not going to college to play football. Oh, yeah. Like high, high school yeah. is like, that's, that's like their goal, like yeah. to win a state championship in high school and then I'm done. Yeah. And then you're number one, the number one quarterback in the nation. And the best player in your state. Yep. It's like, oh, I'm gone, guys. See ya. What's, and then, what's funny, though, is he got worked. Their team got worked in the state championship by another, I think, like number three or four ranked quarterback uh, in the state championship last really? year. Really? Yeah. So uh, uh, I guess the talk is, I guess, he, you know, people are saying, well, he's not that good anyway. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's good, definitely. But that's that's kind of the that's kind of the uh, – the, the word going around like he's from texas isn't he yes yeah and that's is. another thing is like he, everybody knows high school football in texas is yeah um you know a huge thing well yeah and, and think about this think about you if you own a business in texas it's maybe in the hometown of of where this guy is and, and maybe you've you've got the ability uh to make it a nationwide brand right but maybe you're regional right now uh, you sponsor a kid like Quinn Ewers, and he takes that brand to Ohio State, right? And Ohio State's got a huge following of fans in Ohio, you know, which you've got Cincinnati, um, you've got uh, Cleveland, and then you've got, you know, states around there that, that flock to Ohio State football. Um, that's going to help you take your brand a lot further, um, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, and another thing is, you know, this won't happen in every state, and it's sad that it's like this but i mean it, it would definitely happen in texas in some parts of it but you know you get some of these kids who start opting out of their senior seasons to go play college and then 
these kids are getting death threats from people in their hometown yeah. because, you know, they're not going to win a state championship now because this right. kid decided to opt out. And so that's another thing that you have to worry about. It opens a, a whole new can of worms of problems that with the NCA just stepping aside and saying, you guys handle it, it really ruins the sport. I, I think, and you guys can tell me your thoughts on this, and I'll, I'll kind of shut up after this, but I, I think there needs to be a cap. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's, okay, you can make X, of doll- X number of dollars from the time you graduate high school until the time you sign your pro contract. That's that's the top notch. Okay, so granted, if you're going to be like a starting player at Alabama, you're going to make the max, okay? Um, you know, where Bryce Young, who's already making a million dollars, maybe over the course of four years he, or three years that he's in the program, he makes a million dollars, right? Um, but if he's making a million and that, that starting offensive lineman makes 100000 that's really kind of similar over a three-year period in the difference of what like an offensive lineman in the NFL and an off- a quarterback in the NFL would make, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it does. And, and I, I think that that eliminates some of this, and it helps that disparity uh, of money. You know what I mean? I think you're going to see a cap really quick. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're going to leave it uncapped uh, for much longer. Yeah, they're they're going to have to because it's it's it, it, it's getting out of control. You know, yeah, uh, and it, and it it'll snowball out of control quick, and we'll be sitting here two years from now, and and college football is no longer college football. Yeah, it's minor league, but minor leagues, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, the NFL. And, yeah. and and I was talking with uh, Rob, who's going to be on the show some this year, giving us some some takes. But um, what's going to happen is, you know, guys like us that just you know love college football and we love the kids out there playing just for the, you know, the heart of it, right? It takes us back to our our heyday when we played just you know. Um, you know, just for the for the love of the game and stuff, and it, it's gonna it's gonna turn us into Division Two, II, Division Three fans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go watch Pitt State or Missouri Southern or Arkansas Tech play because those kids are out there just to hit somebody. You know. Yeah. And they're they're lining up on the D line, trying to work the guy across from them because, you know, that's what their teammate behind them expects. You know, um, and and take the money out of it. So. Um, I just I just hope we don't we don't lose the uh, the, the the history and uh, just you know the fundamental um, greatness that is called football because of money. I I wonder if some of these higher end teams, these blue bloods, are going to be getting all the sponsorships, and the kids are going to act that way. I wonder if there's going to be like a underdog come through, and I mean I guess all the talents there, but still somebody who has it in their head that they're they're playing to make a money not playing for the love of the game can get beat by somebody who's there to 100 percent, man i mean i think that happens on all levels of the sport right yeah Uh, the you know hard hard work's gonna beat talent um you know when uh when talent doesn't work hard uh is the old old saying and you know i I think i don't know what you think jake but i think that's that's definitely a a possibility for me oh no it definitely is especially in basketball yeah, um, basketball is a game. I mean, with the upsets that you see, it only takes five guys, and it only takes one or two guys of getting hot. You know what I mean? Um, you can have three guys, regardless of you know elite basketball talent, that can play defense. If you get two other guys that that get really hot scoring, um, you know you're going to be tough to beat, especially when you're when you're out working a team that's you know worried about making that money. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, baseball's kind of like that. You saw, was it NC, NC State come out of nowhere, beat the Hogs in the regional, and then only because of 
some COVID rule. They didn't. They probably should have won it all. Yeah, yeah. I I thought when they beat Arkansas, I thought they would they would win it all. They they didn't lose, did they? In the in the uh, World Series? No, they no, they didn't. Wait, wait. Yeah, they did. They did. They lost one game. Yeah, I think they lost the game, and then they were supposed to play another game. They're supposed to play Vandy to get into the championship. Or something. Jeez, I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember exactly, but I did. I think they had a loss, and then there's, and that's how they got eliminated. Is because they got their second loss. Yeah, because of the. Yeah, because of the uh, the COVID. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Because I don't think they eliminated them just off one loss. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I, I think we can all agree um, that the the name image likeness thing is probably going to have to be capped, um, and none of us want to see the game ruined by money. Um, but that kind of segues us really nicely uh, into the conversation of this this realignment. Um, it, it is a ploy that is strictly for money. And, oh yeah. Uh, what what do you what do you guys think? I, I don't see it being for any other reason than money. Why, why would Oklahoma give up winning in that winning the conference every single year to come get pounded in the SEC by Bama and Georgia? In Florida, Florida. Yeah. and A&M, A&M, LSU, yeah, I I don't I think I mean they probably will compete, but they're not going to beat every single one of them dudes. They're going to lose get some games. If I'm guessing, um, Texas is going to struggle the most. Yeah, oh, out yeah. of out of both of those, I think because nobody's pulling recruits, nobody's competing outside of Oklahoma State with OU and Oklahoma. Uh, Recruit-wise, and now that they're in the SEC, that's going to be even harder for Oklahoma State to pull recruits from OU. And then I think, you know, you get down to Texas, and Texas is already competing with with A&M, and then them moving to the SEC I don't think really helps them recruit-wise. I don't think it's going to affect any of the Texas kids that are going to A&M instead of Texas. I don't think it's going to change their opinion that Texas is just in the SEC now, so let's go to Texas. I don't think that's going to happen. And uh, what were you saying, Caleb? Oh no, I was I was thinking of something, but I yeah. I lost it. My train of thought. So no, so <laughs> I'm with Jake. It's it's all about money, and I send you guys that kind of proposed um, nas- nationwide conference. That if it was all about money, that would be kind of the best case scenario because you would capture all the markets. Um, and it was basically a you know a nationwide conference, east and west. Um, you know, with USC, Notre Dame, Texas, OU, um, Penn State, uh, and then a kind of few other Miami, a few other schools, uh, kind of mixed in there that are that are part of big markets. And basically, it'd be focusing on capturing the Dallas Fort Worth market, the LA market, the Chicago market, and then the New York, um, you know, New York metro uh, area market. And I think, far as money wise, that would bring a a ton of money, right? Because you want those markets. That's what drives the most money. Um, I mean, um, Columbus, Ohio, right? Every single person in that town watches the Buckeyes on Saturday afternoon, but that town is not huge, right? Fayetteville, Arkansas, same thing, right? You got to capture those teams that are in the biggest market. Um, you know, if if a third of the LA market watches USC, uh, which is probably less, you're still getting more viewers than you know those small market teams. So, uh, right. the same works in the pro sports. Um. This is another one of those deals where the the, the rich are going to get richer, okay? So I really think – and it, I don't know if, if Texas and OU have tried to do this or not, but I think 
the Big 12 really should have forked up more money for OU in Texas and give them a bigger share of the money. Um, as the way I understand it, it was like $37 million a team last year, uh, where the SEC was right around $50 million a team. Um, they really should have got OU in Texas somewhere in like the $55 million range and then taken that money from the other teams because we all know that's the only people drawing money from that conference. Yeah. So what's the Big 12 going to do? Does anybody know? They're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna uh, fight as much as they can to keep you know to, to keep the wheels rolling. Uh, but I'm saying probably sooner than 2025. That's when the contract's up. OU and Texas are gonna buy out of it. I bet they're playing in the SEC by next year, um, and they're probably gonna crumble, man. Unless they can find some some big time teams with some big markets to keep them going, because there's no way they can function. Who's their premier team now? Oklahoma State. Yeah so, yeah, so if you take OU, okay, so they made $37 million in 2020, okay, per All team. Right. If you take OU and Texas out of it, okay, you take their market share out of it, each Big 12 team gets $9 million. Nine? Nine, like nine, like the number before 10. So under $10 million Oh, wow. Teams. So when you're in the Big 10, you're making like 50-something million. SEC's making $50 million. The Big Twelve, they're going to be making nine million dollars. Wow! Without those two teams, so and and that that's that's the problem. That's why they're going to have to dissolve. Um, you know, we we've seen, and uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen a hundred different, um, you know, a hundred different uh, ways that all these conference teams are going to split up. Um, yeah. But the the Big Twelve is not going to be. O, OSU is the one that really gets kind of. The short end of the stick here. Yeah, they do. You think you think a team like Notre Dame goes to the Big Twelve if they send them if they fork out a lot of money? I, I don't. The Big Twelve is not going to have the money. Um, so so I think Notre Dame's NBC contract is right there with what the SEC is bringing in. So like fifty five, sixty million, right? Mm-hmm. And that's for one team. That's what NBC pays. Uh, I have to I have to look that up. Um, but last year when the, when Notre Dame took took the entire ACC schedule, they split some of that money and even splitting it, I think what 15 ways, all the ACC schools made more money because Notre Dame brought that money over right, uh, and added it to the pool. So it really wouldn't make sense for that because what's Notre Dame's going to take their 55 million to the big 12 and then everybody else's, I mean, Notre Dame's not going to do it unless they're making more than 55 million. Right. right. They're not going to support all these other teams. So, the the only way so, the only thing I see is that they they dissolve. So I wonder if they're going to go after um, the smaller schools like Cincinnati. I was thinking uh, BYU and Boise. Yeah, I I see something more like you know what 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 we sent out you know six six super or four super super conferences and by super I mean you know number of teams sixteen teams. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma State. Um, Texas Tech, B, uh, Baylor, and Kansas State go to the Pac-12, and then Kansas and Iowa State move over to the um, to the Big Ten. Um, the, and then the Big Twelve is just nothing anymore. Yeah, that makes the most sense if yeah. you think about it. But the, the the problem with that is, okay, the Big Ten I think made the most money last year. Uh, I don't know if one of you guys got a calculator on you. Um, this is split up by by network. Uh, but the Big Ten from from SEC and ESPN 
They brought in 185 million last year. Yeah. And then from Fox, they brought in 232 million, which is crazy. So what's that like? Like almost 400. 400. Million? 417 million, yeah. 417 million, okay, divided by uh, the Big Ten has 14 schools. What's that? 14. 29.7. Yeah. 29.7. Okay, so the Big Ten made a little less. Okay. Um, And that, that, okay, that's just just those two networks. That's not accounting, you know, bowls and all all that stuff or whatever. Um, But the the Big Ten is set set to make 243 million this year. Just from Fox, and then 194 million from SEC or from ESPN. So, um, it's it's an embarrassment of riches. And why would you take Kansas and Iowa State, who don't add any money to the you know to the pot? If I'm ESPN, why would I pay? Why why would I? What am I going to pay the nine million I was already paying for them? Right. You know, so they're going to what add 18 18 million to that, and then now you're dividing by 16 instead of 14. Why would I do that if I'm the Big Twelve, Big Ten? You know, where where Texas I mean, you want it? Yeah, Texas and OU, Texas and OU are probably worth fifty-five million each, right? And you add them to the SEC, they're they're still worth fifty-five million, and then you divide by sixteen. Well, they brought more than the average, so the average goes up. So these other teams are are winning. The SEC is about to make so much money. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're about to make a ridiculous amount of money. Well, it's the schools in the SEC. Yeah. They're going to be making about 50. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. They're going to be making about 50 million a year. Yeah. I mean, just with OU and Texas joining, I mean, it's going to be like the only, it's going to feel like the only conference in the nation. Well, and, and, you know, we're talking about, oh, man, that's horrible. The OU has, you know, a harder trip to the, to the championship, they ha- it, it, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with recruiting. It has nothing to do with on the field. It has everything to do with that bottom line at the end of the day. How much money they're making. That's it. And that's what. Yeah, like, it it does. It, it definitely changes changes college football for the long haul. It's not about trying to compete because <laughs> they're not going to compete that well. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make things harder. Um, I don't know. There, there's two sides of the coin on the recruiting. Okay, OU is going to get some of those kids that want to go to the SEC. Um, but also OU is going to lose some of those, you know, guys because if they're going to go to the SEC, they're going to go somewhere else. So, I think it's a coin flip on the on the recruiting side. Yeah. Well, then uh, I think I'm excited for uh, is you know Texas play comes to Fayetteville this year, and I'm pretty confident nobody knows yet because the schedule hasn't been released. But I'm pretty confident that College Game Day is probably going to come here in week two. Nice. That would be. I would game. imagine because when I think. Obviously, Texas and Arkansas is an old rivalry anyway, but it'll be like the first look at one of those schools playing an SEC team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I bet college game day comes here for that game. Well, I I think I think that's a that's another good point, though. But I mean, college game day could just set up set up camp in the SEC every week. Yeah, they're they're not going to go anywhere unless like Ohio State and Michigan are both in the top 10 and they're playing. Right. Which they they know what is it? What's the SEC version of it? It's um. I don't remember. SEC Network has their version of game day. Um, yeah. Where they, where oh, they, they go yeah, to, yeah, They yeah. go to every school. Yeah. Um, you know. I don't know what it's called. Paul, Fein, Paul Feinbaum does it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Laura Rutledge. Yeah. yeah. Tom, uh, Tim Tebow. Tebow. Yeah, old Tebow. 
yeah. Booger McFarland or whatever his name is. Well, I mean, it's definitely going to give us plenty to talk about, right? I think probably this time next year we're talking about we're doing our, our SEC preview, and I think Texas is in the uh, in the championship, or excuse me, in the SEC. Uh, and OU's in the SEC, but uh, it, it'll be interesting. And I'm going to do uh, some, do some more math on the numbers of of the, the money. Uh, do they know which conference each school's going to, or which uh, division? I mean, not conference. It's going to be a long time before they, they figure that. You, you would think they would have to be in the West. OU would I would probably, imagine. OU would probably be in the East, and Texas would be in the West. Uh, well, because they, if they put both teams in the West, then that means they have to move two teams. They have or, to move, it, it would make sense to move Auburn and Alabama to the East. I was thinking. Oh my God. I was thinking moving Arkansas to the east so we can get a couple more games. <laughs> yeah. we, we Arkansas, want, we, I think, will we stay. We want Vandy, Kentucky, and Tennessee, and Mizzou every year. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Well, let's let's talk about this for a second. We got some time here. We're only like thirty minutes in. Maybe maybe someone's going to still be listening. Um, got it. Okay. Sorry. So, so right now, when you think <laughs> when you think about the, when you think about the SEC West, okay, you got Bama. LSU, A and M, Auburn, Arkansas. Uh, who else we got? Mm, Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you move Alabama, so we'll take we'll take the best four teams. So the last few years, Arkansas, A and M, or excuse me, Alabama, A and M, Auburn, and LSU. LSU. Okay. Well, currently in the East, you've got Florida, Georgia. What's what's the third best team? Kentucky, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Then Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, so if you if you move them over there, okay, so then you've got Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida as your four teams in the East. And yeah, the got, four best teams. It yeah. seems like. And then you, in the then, East. you then you've got what A and M, LSU, OU, Texas. Yeah. Um, wait, uh, Auburn. Oh wait, Auburn's going no. to Easter. Yeah, you'd have Mississippi yeah. State, Mississippi State, yeah. and Ole Miss. And Ole, Ole yeah. Miss is on the rise. Um, yeah, maybe maybe well, offensively, probably not defensively. Um, Ole sniffing Kiffin. I like Lane Kiffin, man. I wish we would have got him. I like I like Pittman too. Um, yeah, but I, I really I really like Kiffin. He's 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 just he's just fun. Hey, there's one thing about Ole Miss. Kiffin's gonna be making them kids some money. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna be he's gonna be just throwing hundreds at them kids. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to know what some of those places are sponsored by. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna be like sponsored by like casinos and shady, yeah. shady, shady dark web. I was thinking website. the gentlemen's club on Highway Seven. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, right, right, right past the right past convenience store. Well, AO got the chicken on a stick. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be great. Um. But I mean that's that's tough either way. I mean I I think I think if if you move Alabama over in Auburn, the East is dang tough, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. I wonder I I wonder how they're going to uh, mix it up. Yeah. Because Texas is, definitely has to be in the West. Yeah. They can't put Texas in the East. And I think OU does too. And now Mizzou would Mizzou would move from the East to the West to make it even. And, and yeah. I, I think that's a good. I think that's a good straight down the line split. I think that gives you about four teams in each division that are 
that are really good. That gives you two teams that are kind of in the middle in each division, and then two teams that are kind of working their way up. You know, uh, yeah. You know, right now in the in the East, you've got what uh, Tennessee and South Carolina and Vanderbilt kind of in the bottom, and then and Mizzou, and then yeah, and Mizzou, um, and then uh, you know you got Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky. I think Mizzou's probably in better shape than Tennessee right now. I I don't even think I think oh, yeah. I think in I the think East so. you just have Florida and Georgia right now maybe Kentucky and then it's everybody else. Do we bad. do you remember South Carolina? Are they even are they even a school anymore? Yeah, they're they're there. Old, uh, I think barely. Yeah, Satterfield uh, flirted with no one there. Muschamp's gone, right? And they got uh, Beamer from uh, OU. Is that right? Yeah, Shane. Yeah, he was Shane, like, Shane, Shane Beamer. Beamer. Yeah. Wasn't he like a tight ends coach or something? Uh, Rob, Rob could answer that for us. I think, I think he was. He wasn't a coordinator because Grinch and uh, who's their coordinator? No, but, well, Grinch and then um, I know Lincoln Riley calls the plays, but maybe he's their offensive coordinator. Uh, I don't think he was. I think he I was think like he was. I think he was a. Yeah. He wasn't a play caller. That's for sure. For but some, for some reason, I wanted to say Beamer was like a tight ends coach. Yeah, but, he might have been tight ends coach, comma slash. Uh, in parentheses, yeah. OC. He oh. was the tight ends coach. He was not. He was not the. Okay, gotcha. He was the assist. H H C. What I don't. Assistant head coach. Yeah. Assistant head coach. Yeah. Assistant head. Coach. Uh, glorified tight end. Glorified, just stand there guy. I don't know. Yeah. I think. Um, assistant to the assistant regional manager. Well, then, <laughs> and then yeah, and then Texas hired. Uh, uh, out the office. Sarkeesian. Yeah. Which was a, such a bad hire. That'll be that'll be interesting. He's kind of flopped everywhere he's been. Yeah, he's, that's not a good hire. I, I don't. I'm Bama. So, yeah, go ahead. Bama had 19 five star players on their offense. It's, you shouldn't score with that offense, and you're not a good. Uh, you shouldn't. You should go back to little league. I, I mean, I think they could have called like celebrity in, and the the Kick Six podcast went over there, and we called like we took turns. <laughs> like Jake, you got you got first down. Caleb, you got second guess, down. Guest play calling every every down. Well, hey, remember that football league I was telling you about, where you like you pay money to be a yeah like, yeah yeah and, and Johnny Manziel like, was in it yeah to call plays yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. That that's Bama could have done that with that offense. They just have fans lined up calling, just yeah. drunk Bama fans calling plays. <laughs> Hail Mary! Roll tide. <laughs> or on the seven, kick a field goal. You got, you got the guy from the Water Boy in the overalls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I think that was a very under. I mean, I could be wrong. You know, they might prove us wrong, but I think that was a very underwhelming hire for them. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see, man. I, and the thing is, is is. Uh, if you get deep down into the inner workings of Texas, uh, it is a um, it is a toxic place. Apparently, um, well, I mean, it's just like th- Texas is like the third biggest university, in the, or maybe the biggest university in the nation. I know they're one of them. Yep. Yeah, um, big. just size wise and student capacity, and they don't fill out any of their stadiums. And they they have it, they have such a so much. Uh, they feel so entitled. They have so yeah. much, but it's just like they have so much history. They're the biggest university. They have unlimited money, unlimited sponsorships, unlimited. Um, what do you call them? Uh, alumni. Alumni. Those guys. Boosters. Unlimited, just unlimited resources. Yes. Yeah. In general, and they can't fill out their basketball stadium. They can't. Fill, their baseball team was like top ten in the nation for most of the year, and they 
barely had fans. You know, I mean, they had fans, but compared yeah. to how big they are, they barely had fans. You know, you go to Arkansas, Bomb Stadium has is packed yeah. for yeah. a midweek game. You yeah. know, yeah. It, it's just it's it's just it's so weird to me that it, it's all about that market, man. Yeah, you know, OU has a good fan base. That'll be that. Th- those will be fun games. Yeah, um, will be. Yeah, I just feel like Texas is. Hey man, I, I, would, I would take a little trip up to Norman. I've been there once, and it's a pretty cool little place. I'd like to see a game there. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want it's a cool stadium. <sighs> but I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm just glad we get to play OU every, you know, every year. I think that'll be fun because I, I know a lot of people that are OU fans. So, well, and, and that's and that's great, right? Okay, that's you know what the old, the old, um, you know, kind of kind of old school game. Southwestern um, Conference, or whatever you've got, you've got those those border states. You know, I think you need to play those games, right? I don't understand why we never play an OU in in non-con. You know, it just couldn't get it set up. I think that that's that's definitely great for for the fan. That's great for the ticket sales. Um, you know, that that's great for a lot of things. Um, but again, I think money is gonna 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 hurt some things, and I really feel bad for those those Big Twelve schools that are uh, looking out. I think. Any coach that's at those schools needs to be looking for a, another Power Five job this year uh, if they got a chance to do it. I think Campbell's out at Ohio, at Iowa State. Yeah, they do. Just because, man, he's been biding his time. Uh, what about Gundy? I, I think Gundy would probably be okay. Uh, he's been there forever. I don't think he's looking for anything else. Um, but I, I think if you're an up-and-comer, you're somebody kind of in the middle of your career, you're looking for something else. Yeah, uh, like, uh, um, and then you know Baylor, they just hired, uh, um, oh, I'm going blank. LSU's defense coordinator. Uh, Off- help me out here. Offensive coordinator, wouldn't it? No, it was their defensive coordinator. Oh, from two years ago. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, oh, I can't remember. I I can see the guy's face though. Yeah, what's his name? But anyway, they just hired. You know, he's a young guy, and they just hired him, and now their conference is just crashing. So, like, you know, what's he supposed to do? Because he's on the second year of his contract, you know. Yeah, it's not like he can he can leave. Uh, Dave, Campbell, Dave Aranda. Dave yeah, Aranda. yeah, yeah. It's not like you know. Uh, um, obviously, Campbell can leave. You know, he's been uh, he's been Ohio, Iowa State for a while. He's got to get you know people go after him every year. Yeah. He, he'll have opportunities. This guy's not, and he's in. The, they're gonna the buyout will be too big for him. You know, so what is he supposed to do? He got absolutely hosed. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna sit there forever. You know, what I, mean? I mean, which of course Baylor, Texas Tech, and TCU are. You know, there's rumors that they're looking at the Pac, Pac-12. So, which, which I think would be good for them, right? Okay, so that brings some of the, you know, some of the Texas ball and stuff over to the Pac-12. They they play and recruit a similar type of recruit as you know Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, you know those schools. I think the same for for Oklahoma State. I think that's you know. That's the best bet. It's just going to come down to the money. How much money do they bring to the school or to, the, right. to the conference? You know what I mean? How much How much of the Pac-12's money, okay, they brought in, it looks like $111 million from uh, ABC and $111 million from Fox last year. Okay, right. so $222 million. How much of that money comes from USC, UCLA, Oregon, uh, Washington, you know, because you think about the Seattle market, um, you think about the, the L.A. market. Um, I mean, what, Arizona, Arizona State, what maybe get a little bit from Phoenix, Colorado, a little bit from Denver. But right, how many people do you know are like, oh man, like I live in Denver and I'm a huge Buffs fan. Like, 
I've never met someone who's like, yeah, no, no, not really. You know, like, like, you know, okay, so Caleb and I go through these neighborhoods all the time, and there's people that, you know, are from other places. We see a ton of, like, Big Ten flags. We see yeah. a, a ton of other SEC school flags. You don't, Wisconsin, Nebraska yeah, and stuff. You don't see anybody who's like, yeah, I'm from Colorado, man. I'm a huge bus fan. Like, you just don't see it. You see BYU stuff because there's Mormons. Uh, but yeah. you, you don't see you don't see that stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, even even in a town like Phoenix that has a big market or a bigger market, I, I don't know how many of those are college football fans. So basically what you're saying is those teams need to go to the Pac-12 so the Pac-12 becomes watchable. Yeah. And people around the United States can actually recognize that there's <laughs> there's teams that play football well, on that, side of, the, that United, side of the nation. There's, there's the United States, and then there's the Pac-12, or the, excuse yeah. me, the, college, the college football United States. And that's yeah. basically the Big Ten cluster of, of Michigan, Indiana, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Ohio. Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. and then, then there's the, the SEC, and that's it. You know, and even if you think about okay, Clemson's got a like kind of a cult following. Well, where are they at? They're they're in the, you know they're in the southern southern states, right? Um, you know that the basically from from Oklahoma west, there's not a lot going on. You know when it comes to college football, and even they say you go up around Philadelphia, New York, uh, those those you know the East Coast towns where there's you know big population, not a lot of college football fans. Nothing like it is here. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. The South is crazy. I mean, Arizona maybe, but even then, because you know, Arizona State's pretty, yeah, a pretty big, pretty big market, I'd say. Um, but Arizona's really not. It's kind of weird. Yeah. How Arizona State's the bigger of the two. Yeah. Yeah. At least I think they are. I don't. They may not be. I think they are though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah, you look up at the East Coast stuff, like how many Boise or uh, Boston College flags you see going up there, like none. You see or Tom like, Brady 12 shirts, but you don't see any Boston College flags. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's more basketball up there. Yeah. yeah right. They're, yeah. They're, they're more basketball. Yeah. But, um, all right. So, hey, we got we got one more question. Let's roll into that. I think we've had some kind of some good talk on this, and we'll get some more numbers on the, on the exact total of the money. I think things are going to come down, and we'll kind of keep everybody – uh, updated on that, but um, so COVID, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you think? You think it's going to affect the season? You think it's going to be a big issue? What's up? Well, if people get vaccinated, it won't be. You know, hopefully not, at least. But they're doing full 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 capacity stadiums, so I'm sure it's going to ramp up, and we're probably going to see no no fans or half fans again. Yeah, I'd be think, surprised. I don't think they're going to shut the season down, but I think they'll probably limit the fans if it had to come to it. But so I know, like a team like Arkansas, like from what Pittman said, almost all their players are vaccinated, so like they're not going to have to worry about COVID too much as far as their season getting shut down or games getting pushed back, as long as the other team's okay. But yeah. as far as like Arkansas, it won't be their problem. But filling the stadium. That could be an issue um, because, you know, we're in the South and a lot of people down here don't want to get the vaccine or, or against the vaccine or whatever it is. And um, I think that might cause the biggest issues in the SEC, at least. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the thing. It's going to be any any outside acting. The the private schools, for the most part, I haven't been able to come across one. Um you know, like the state-funded schools and stuff, they don't have a, a requirement. But like the private colleges, most of them that I've come across, they're requiring all students and staff, staff and faculty, whatever, 
to get it before returning. So, like, 100% of Notre Dame players vaccinated. Um, 100% of coaching staff uh, vaccinated. You know, so it, it's going to be interesting to see at the public uh, universities what goes on. But I also think you're going to see more of the private schools close down fans without, you know, proof of vaccination or stuff because they can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it well, may, I mean, sorry, what? It may be a deal where to get into, you know, X game, you've got to have, you know, a vaccine. Well, it's like, you know, Walmart recently, I don't know if you saw this a few days ago, um, they're mandating shots that you have to get vaccinated by like October or something. And if you don't, you get fired. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're at, they terminate. They're going to terminate if you don't get vaccinated. So um, I think you might start seeing that. Um, termination or, you know, the NFL's doing it. I don't know if you, I know you guys don't really follow the NFL like I do, but um, the NFL's doing it where if a play, if a team can't play because players refuse to get vaccinations and they get COVID or they get into COVID protocol and it causes their team to have to forfeit, um, they can get fined. Like, yeah. I don't remember the number, but I think it was like 30K or something like that. Or, I think that's what I heard. I think it was it's some some number like that, but like they're basically trying to force the vaccinations, um, and I think you're going to start seeing that uh, more with other companies and with other uh, sports. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll see a big issue with the players. Most of them, you know, I think most everybody I heard like some around seventy five percent of the of the student athletes have, you know, taken. I think it's going to come down to the to the fans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Which I mean, I'm gonna watch from my house anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So. Yep. It's it's definitely gonna be interesting, man. I didn't think we were gonna get much of a season last year. We made it all the way through, thanks to the SEC. Uh, the SEC is doing some big stuff. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens behind the scenes with this uh, conference merger and all that, and then plus where these other teams land. Um, and then, the, it'll, like you said, we talked about at the beginning, the name, image, likeness stuff will be interesting to see how it plays out. And I, I really think there'll be a cap uh, before. Um, yeah, there before are probably going to have to be one. Yep. All right. Well, hey, I got I got one more question. It wouldn't be a season premiere if we didn't pr- predict our national champion. And we'll, we'll predict our Heisman and all that uh, later on down the line. Um, but uh, who, who you got in the in the natty in 2021? Dude, I have no idea. Um, I think, uh, man, probably I'm going to go with, um, you know what? I'm going to go with them, and you guys are probably going to laugh at me. Arkansas. No, no, no. And you're going to maybe think I'm stupid, and I'm going to go with OU. I was thinking the same thing. They're the, I mean, they're the favorite. I don't think oh, that's that's stupid. Man. Are but, they? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I think cool. OU. I think if they're going to do it, it's going to be this year because all the other top teams are kind of down. Obviously, Bama. They're Bama usually loses a lot, and they can re- reload and they will reload. But they lost a lot. Like they lost more than I think nor they normally lose. Um last year and so i think they're going to be a little down they're not going to be like bad obviously but they'll be beatable clemson's gonna have a basically a freshman qb um so you know that's gonna come 
with its ups and downs. And then you got OU basically returns everybody. So if they're not, I mean, if they're good to do it, you know, if they don't do it this year, I don't think they'll ever win it, to be and, honest. And, and uh, you know, I think the only thing that hurts them is you got to think about Mayfield and Kyler Murray. They were they were veteran players, you know, maybe one or two year starters. Uh, but right. veteran players when OU was, you know, kind of at their best. I think the thing that benefits them is their defensive recruiting has been really good. Uh, Alex Grinch is in his third year. Um, I kind of follow Washington State pretty good, and I've seen what's happened to them since Grinch lost, or excuse me, since Grinch left. Um, so he, he definitely makes the most out of the talent that he has. You know, he's getting two- and three-star recruits at you know, Wazoo. Uh, he's going to do even better with four-star recruits and, and guys that are returning uh, on the defensive side at OU. Uh, so I think that's a really good pick. Uh, giving the, the top the top teams, and it's going to be interesting because there's some that don't make sense, but Alabama, Clemson, OU, Georgia. Number five is Iowa State. Ohio State is six. Yeah, because they return so much talent. Yeah, Brock Purdy, he's back. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Texas A&M is seven. Cincinnati, Oregon, Iowa is number ten. Uh, they're the second-rate uh, Big Ten team. LSU is at 11, and they were 5-5 five and five last year, which I do not understand with everything that's going on with them. Miami is number 12, and Notre Dame 13. North Carolina 14, Wisconsin 15. I actually think, you know, I I predicted it last year that LSU was going to be bad, and yeah. I think you guys disagreed with me. Yeah. And I think it's opposite this year. I think LSU might win the West. Oh, man. I, I think LSU is going to be very – I think – the reason I thought they were going to be so bad last year is because of what they lost, and they were super young at basically every position. And I think this year that's time they've got a little more experience. Like I said, with Bama, you know they're still going to be good. Bama, I'm not saying Bama's going to be bad, but I could see Bama losing two, two games, maybe three games this year, just because of how. Much, I mean, Bama lost their running back, two star wide receivers, um, their tight end. They lost their left tackle, their left guard. They lost their QB. All first you know, round picks. Like they lost, and then on defense, they lost a whole bunch of players too. And so I think if LSU, uh, it's either LSU or A and M. I think. Yeah, A and M. So, I think could be very good. I was I think A and M could be really yeah, good too. The problem with A and M, if A and M had a returning quarterback this year, I yes, think this is the year yes. they do it because Spiller is back and uh. Devin Oshane, he's another running back. And then Anaya Smith, he plays like slot running back. Yeah, receiver. right. And um, their defense is good, he's too. He's back, and their defense, is, their defense is good. So I think A&M is the pick uh, for the coming out of the SEC, which we'll talk about all this later uh, in those shows. Um, but a lot of this preseason stuff, man, you can tell it's lined up for like those week one and week two games. Okay, we got Clemson and Georgia two and four playing. We got uh, Ohio State and Oregon, right? We got Oregon ranked number nine. I mean, come on, man. Um, you know, we got we got Iowa and LSU ranked really high. You know, they're just they're just getting Cincinnati is ranked number number eight. Um, which Cincinnati will be good, but I don't think they'll be as good as last year. Um, but they got all this set up for those those big marquee games. Yeah. So, all right, Caleb, did you pick? Uh, no, but I was just going through, like I said, I, I don't know. I think if, uh, that Clemson quarterback comes out and just completely annihilates DJ Georgia. Ui yeah, <laughs> I, I, they have the easiest road to be in the final. I think Man, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Clemson just cause I can't personally pick OU. 
All right, so I'm super high on two teams. The problem is they're in the same division. Uh, but I think Georgia's going to be really good. Yep. Um, Zamir White, James Cook are all back. JT Daniels uh, looks like he's he's looking pretty good. Maybe they'll finally beat Bama. Uh, and I'm also high on Florida. Um, Dan Mullen seems to do the best when he has those those running and throwing quarterbacks. Uh, you think about Dak. You think about Tim Tebow. Um, you know, as good as that offense was last year, and as much as they lost, I still think they'll be good. Um, just because of you know Dan Millen's track record, um, but man, I I think maybe it's Georgia's year. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say my my way too early pick would be uh, Notre Dame to win it, but that's the fan in me. But I really I really think are you uh, sure? I really think we may have like a Georgia A and M um, battle uh, battle for the uh, the SEC this year. Yeah, I think, and then of course, you know, Bamba could come out and go undefeated. You know, that's just what they do. Oh, but, dude, never going to count them out. No, but they are losing a lot more than what they know. I know that they reload every year and they lose talent every year, but they lost a lot. Like they lost a lot. Yep. Like a considerable amount. Yep. So we'll see. We I can, mean, they're still going to be good. But yeah, we can. Ne- until we they can, play Arkansas. Yeah, we can never count them out. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when they play Arkansas, they'll look like that's when they play Arkansas. Then you'll see, you'll kind of see where Bama's at as a team. When when do they when do, when do they play Arkansas? Second to last, second to last game of the year. If they don't, if they don't just absolutely demolish Arkansas, then you know Bama's down this year. <laughs> oh, it was only fifty-five to three. Bama's down. Yeah, are you telling me Bama only won forty to ten? Man, it's just not their year. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. Hey, that's a good way to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, next Sunday, we're going to be bringing you uh, – it'll come out on Monday, but next Sunday we're going to be doing our ACC preview uh, show, and then uh, we'll follow that up with some Pac-12 action, uh, followed by some Big Ten action, and then some SEC action. We'll make our week zero picks, our week one picks, and it's going to be a fun year. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see you next time. Bye.